Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trigiani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is Best to the Nest, the podcast that's all about creating happy, healthy, beautiful homes that prepare us to fly. And in honor of Thanksgiving, Marjorie, we are talking about gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> you know, there's a lot to disagree about when it comes to Thanksgiving. I've been reading a lot of articles about sort of how to reconcile the joy of Thanksgiving with the idea that what Thanksgiving is based on is a total lie and a farce. <laughs> So that's been sort of an interesting situation for Thanksgiving. I know. I thought we were going to do something uplifting. We are. We are. I didn't know it's a lie. It is a lie. It's a lie? Yeah, the whole pilgrim sitting across from the Indians and sharing in peace and harmony, it's a lie. And so, like so much of our nation's history, it has been... Weaved by marketing, <laughs> and, um, oh, and, and so other forces. I, I do think a lot of people are kind of trying to figure out how to enjoy Thanksgiving, and then right. also to sort of look at it as okay, let's let's move away from this kind of lie that we've been told, and more into looking <laughs> at it as a day to really enjoy the people that we love, to enjoy a really great meal, and to be grateful for what we have. And so today right. we're talking about gratitude, the good, right. to the f- bad, and the ugly. To focus Focus on the thanks part. Yeah, the for thanks. sure. The so, thanks part. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about gratitude. <laughs> I know you do, which is so funny to me because you're the first person I've ever met that makes gratitude controversial. <laughs> <laughs> but please, please do tell everybody why. I don't know. I kind of think that we got a little crazy about the whole gratitude journal thing. You know, mm-hmm. and I know this was your Oprah, your your Oprah doing this, and I think everyone's heart is in the right place, but you know the amount of times that we have things posted in our homes that say grateful, thankful, blessed, and all of this stuff, it just right. feels a little bit like we're trying too hard to show everyone how grateful we are, and <laughs> I think it's wonderful so to it's be a grateful. Showy kind of grateful, it's kind of a showy you. grateful, and I think it's wonderful to be grateful. But at the same time, I also just what I can't stand about this pressure of gratitude. Okay, this culture of like gratitude pressure is that feeling of like Marjorie. Okay, so Marjorie. Say you come to me and you say, Elizabeth, I broke my leg and I am so bummed out and I broke my leg and it's just right, miserable it's and it's really stressful. And then I would say back to you, oh, Marjorie, but you should be grateful that you at least have one leg <laughs> because some people yeah. don't even have a leg. They yeah. have no legs. And so you should be grateful for a like, and what I think that does, and I mean, and I laugh about it too because I think it's very funny, but I do think in a serious, more serious note is it's this pressure that you should not feel the feelings that you feel, right. that you always right. have to be like, well, okay, I shouldn't feel upset or disappointed or sad or anything of the sort because I have to be grateful and I have to be thankful for the things that I do have. Do you get that? Like, are you, Now I know I'm making it controversial, but that's the culture of like grateful pressure that I'm talking about. Well, here's what here's what I feel 
happened is this idea of gratitude, of, of how we should be looking at our lives, sort of, and I think Oprah, among other people, sort of popularized the idea that you can transform your life through gratitude. Mm-hmm. That if you assess your life and you really look at the positive things, that your life will feel different. And then it just went crazy after yes, that. Yes, yes. And people forgot to, I think people forgot that we don't have to be grateful for everything. There are things that legitimately we can be upset about. And so I just got, it, we sort of pop culturized it and no longer used our brains to think about what we were actually saying. And it became and like so, yet another numbing technique. Just go, I'm grateful, yeah, I'm grateful, yeah. I'm grateful. Yeah. When I don't, I try not to say that unless I mean it. And generally, you probably won't hear me say it much. Privately, in hard times, I try and do that as a as sort of an exercise for myself of look where you are and what are you grateful for. And, and that can be a really powerful exercise if you're sad or you're feeling depressed or you think the world's just not moving quite right for you. I see that as a valuable sort of mental health exercise. I do too. But in this, but in this sort of rash way, and I got to say, I am so sick of the signs that say grateful. <laughs> I am so sick of, basically, I'm really sick of all of the signs that say anything. <laughs> okay, let's, let's take a moment so that we just say, and if you have those signs in your house and you're listening to us, we love you and we appreciate you. And we think whatever floats your boat should float your boat. That being said, I know. I know. It's just. It is a little bit of a decor fad. We're going to look back and go, just like we look back and go, oh, my gosh, everything was like Tuscan gold and red painted in our house. And everything was like all this swirly business and tan granite. We look back at that now and go, oh, man, we're going to look back at some time and go, wow, we did a lot of hand-painted wooden signs, a lot of them. (laughs) A lot of them. And, you know, to be honest, I get the hand-painted signs. And I think I actually have, now that I say that, I think there is a sign over (laughs) our bed in Kansas. (laughs) I love that you just are like, I I can't handle these signs, and yet you have one. I knew this is so you, Marjorie. I believe that it has the word grateful (laughs) on it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm such a hypocrite. I need a picture of this. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, I don't see it every day. But so... Yeah, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And I think a societal attempt, mainly among women, to look at their lives in a fresh way that got out of, that went out of control. I think so, too. I totally do. That being said, I think we are kind of getting that gratitude is something that if, you, you know, it's just like a lot of things. If it's more of like an internal, private thing, it can really lift you up versus feeling like you have to express your gratitude all the time or you have to live up to this idea that you have to be grateful Ooh, all the time. It's the showy said. nature yep. of it. I mean, it's just yep. removing the showy nature of it. It's like anything. I mean, anything that you're doing quietly and internally and sort of with intention has a real different impact on your life than something that you're doing to be able to shout it from the rooftops or be able to show everybody else that you're doing it. And so when we talk about gratitude, I mean, are you writing stuff down? What's happening with you? I I don't anymore. I used to do in, you know, in the day, I had a brief period of the gratitude journals to be very serious. 
probably once or twice a week. I will try and think because my situation's weird. I mean, there's no. T- I miss my husband terribly. Yeah. he's in Kansas. I have a son in Chicago. I have a son here. It's it, we're a little stretched out, and so there are times when things just seem logistically complicated. And so there are just times that I just have to sort of settle my mind and think, okay, where are we? What have we done? Yeah. What am I grateful for? Because in the last five years, a lot of really cool things have happened to our family. I mean, at fifty something, my husband. And went back and got his PhD. So That's cool. So cool. My older son left one career and came back and got a master's in a whole nother field. That's really cool. And my second son is doing the same thing. And so our life feels like there's so much going on, but I sort of have to settle my mind sometimes to say a lot's happening and that's good. And this is why it's good because it can feel very overwhelming sometimes. Well, you know, it can. And I think when you look at all the benefits of of regularly practicing gratitude and just having that outlook, I love that you found, I mean, there's, I didn't realize that there'd been so many studies on gratitude, but of course you, producer Marjorie, found a bunch of them. So individuals (laughs) experience increased happiness and positive mood, more satisfaction with life. You're less materialistic. Boy, that's good. Less likely to experience burnout, better physical health, better sleep, less fatigue, lower levels of cellular inflammation, greater resiliency, and it encourages the development of patience, humility, and wisdom. This is all coming from science and that it's so great within a workplace culture, within a friendship culture, within a family culture. So there have to be ways to incorporate gratitude into your family that don't make you feel like you have to have it blasted all over the place. Like, oh, kids, remember, you should be grateful. And believe me, I've done that before. I just recently, (laughs) just recently, in fact, had a full out dinner time melt to the down. Did I tell you about this yet, Marjorie? No. Who (sighs) melted down? Me. I melted down. (laughs) I think you're going to say the kids. No, it was me because I made enchiladas for dinner and my husband's biggest pet peeve is when I make something for dinner and he loves it and then I make it a different way the next time and then he's like, what (laughs) happened? Which I think is like such an annoying thing for him to think. (laughs) It drives me crazy because I'm like... You're lucky You're that dinner's even it. showing up on the table. Right, so he right. was like kind of crabby. The kids were kind of crabby. I'd come home, made these enchiladas from scratch on a weeknight. Side note, Marjorie. That's what happened. <laughs> okay, I put them down. Put Hashtag them out. grateful, right. family. Hashtag and, grateful. And Jay got kind of like snippy about it. And he was just like, oh, the, uh, I mean, what's different about these? And I was like, I'm a... <laughs> You know what's going to be different about them? The pan's going to be dumped on your lap. That's what's going to be different about them. And then Bernie was like, it's too spicy. It's spicy. I don't like it. And I was like, okay, last time I made these, you ate two full enchiladas. And then Franklin oh. is just was just crying and was oh. so much to handle. And I lost it. So I just oh. pointed at all of them. <laughs> and I said, before I pointed, I was like, this is ridiculous. And I just said, the fact that I come home, that I work as hard as I do, and I come home and make you dinner and pull it out of the oven and sit it in front of you, and that any of you have any reason to say anything <laughs> negative about that is outrageous. And I pointed at each one, Marjorie, and I said, I don't want to hear another word like this from you, and I pointed at Jay, or from you, 
and I pointed at Franklin, or from you, and I pointed at Bernadette, and then I said, and now you guys can figure it out, and I left the table, walked up multiple flights of stairs to the third floor, closed the door, and... Oh, did that feel good? It felt good slash bad. I was enraged. I mean, I was really enraged because I just felt like, now here's me. I'm like forcing them to be grateful, but I'm also trying to institute this family with everybody, including my husband, to like shut your trap. Don't sniff about it. Like, I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. And so then... Poor Bernie came running upstairs like a little bit later and Jay cleaned up the whole kitchen and then put the enchiladas away and blah, blah, blah. And she comes running up the stairs with Frankie and she said, Mama, I'm sorry. I love your food. And I said, I am so (laughs) sorry that I got that upset. I just want you to understand that it is hard for me and hurts my feelings when you guys criticize the food that we are really fortunate to get to have and get to have together. And then it kind of went better. And I haven't heard a word since. My mom said that that was good because they need to know on occasion yeah. that they can push you to the point of madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's such good mother and voice. Because then that, that sort of looms out there like, mom could, mom she could, could crack. Mom could, she could crack. She could yeah. crack. I, I shouldn't push her. She should crack. She, she could, could crack. crack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. I know. Oh. I know. So what I'm saying is so I was clearly like. grateful. I did use the grateful. And I was forcing gratitude on them. But I just felt like everybody needed a wake-up call in that yeah. moment. And I was kind of thinking, like, nobody's bringing their best to the nest here except for me, who just showed up with a best dinner. And then you all are being jerks about it. And I And I think, like, there's a time to be really kind and thoughtful about that. And then there's a time to say, this is a wake-up call, and I'm not living like this in this house right. at all. Well, and I think, too, part of I think part of the lesson in there for Jay, and he's going to love me getting in the middle of this, <laughs> is that the kids will follow his lead. Oh, I know. And so, and so if he says, hmm, not so much, then you're going to have three mm, not so muches. Right. And if he wanted, like, if I never really cook, so I don't know why I'm even in this discussion really, but I mean, if he were to come to you afterward and say, hey, that was a little spicy for me, I so appreciate that you made it for me. I don't know. I would probably still react negatively. I would react negatively. Just don't say anything about it. I mean, honest to God, don't say anything about it. I work so hard. I work all day. I bring home the bacon and I cook it up in a pan. Honest to God, that is what I do. (laughs) And I know that's from a cheesy commercial from, like, the Women's Live movement in the 70s. And yes, that is true. legitimately what I do. Yeah. And so I just don't want to hear it. If it's not your favorite thing, then do what just I do on it. television. Just don't rave about that thing. <laughs> and then if it is your favorite thing the next time, then rave about it and be so happy. And then it'll encourage me to want to make that for you. But, I love, like, I'm I love not doing you. it. I love that you can actually give your kids the advice. Just do what I do on television. <laughs> don't rave about it. And it's never that I don't like it. It's just like sometimes I'll be like, okay, that was fine, or that yeah. was good, or you know, it's not like I was nuts about no. that or whatever. But you don't have to be. You don't have to be an ungrateful jerk. I mean, especially when it comes to food for me, when when everybody is yeah. very aware that that is my language of love. Like that's what I sacrifice yeah. a lot. I've made a lot of decisions in life based on putting dinner on the table for them. And so if I get anything negative, I'm telling you, I'm going to go turbo. Boy, I share a lot on this podcast. I should probably (laughs) 
not allow these conversations to be recorded. Apparently, they're out there forever, too. I mean, once they're out there, I don't think I can get them back. I know. This is different than what we're used to, Elizabeth. <laughs> this is very different than what, you know, we used to be able to broadcast it. We'd just go out into the ether and disappear forever. This is not this will be no. around 100 years from now. Don't turn on us, so. best of the nesters. Do yes. not turn on us because we just admitted a lot about our deepest, darkest selves. Marjorie offended everyone listening who has a grateful I sign, don't. including herself. And then I just revealed that I screamed at my family at dinner and stormed up the stairs like a toddler. And here's, and here's what I love most of all. This is supposed to be our episode about gratitude. <laughs> Whoopsie. We are off point, Elizabeth. We are off point. We are point. way off point. We are off point. Okay. Oh, happy Let's, Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I do love Thanksgiving. You know, my dad always says that Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the year because it's all about the food and you don't muck it up with presents. <laughs> yes, I agree. So my mom didn't have great memories of Thanksgiving growing up because for her in her household, it involved my grandma like cooking everything and then my mom having to clean everything up. And so oh. she <laughs> did not... Love it. And so she was just like, I'm not really into this and I'm not really going to do it. And my mom, while she cooked a lot while we were growing up, my dad always did Thanksgiving. My dad is like Thanksgiving obsessed. And so we would usually eat like around 11 or noon. And I remember always like my dad would have stuff going. He would be like so happy on Thanksgiving. He planned the menu. He planned everything, you know, nothing like super fancy, but just like he had a full strategy and he would, and he would time everything. And then my youngest sister and I would get up and help. And my middle sister was always the last one to roll out of bed and like stumble up the stairs and her hair was a mess, and then she'd be like, um, are we eating yet? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we would all sit down and eat. And I do remember, though, like the constant panic about food being hot. My mom yes. has a real weird yes. thing about food being yes. hot. And yeah. so she would, and my dad knew this, and so everything would be tightly covered with a lid or a oh. foil. It would be pulled off the burner at the last possible second, oh. and then it would come to the table, and then it would be like this rapid rapid release of steam as all of the lids and the foil were opened up and then dish up and then eat so fast fast and then my mom would always go do you see why I can't stand this it takes five hours to make this and it takes five minutes to eat it and we would my dad would be like this is the best but then you know we would always do like puzzles later in the day and movies and just kind of hang out and it was interesting because it was just the five of us too because we didn't have a lot of family around here and but now my family is in town and my husband's family is in town. And so for the first few years that we were together, Marjorie, we were going to like three Thanksgivings in a day. That's a lot. It was way too crazy. And so we've actually created a different tradition with my in-laws where instead of us rushing around trying to go to multiple Thanksgivings, we do Thanksgiving with my family. My brother-in-law does Thanksgiving with his wife's family and my father-in-law does Thanksgiving with his wife's family. And then This year we're doing it on Friday, but usually the Friday or the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we do a full-out Mexican feast for that kind of family. And we do it in honor of Jay's mom, who passed away before we started dating. And 
Roz was um, 100% Mexican and made all sorts of, like, great Mexican food for Jay and his brother and Tom growing up. And so it's a really lovely way to just make this tradition. And, And I bring this up mainly because I just love the idea of not being so attached to traditions that it has to be the same thing every single year. And if you feel like something isn't working and it's making the holiday more hectic, coming up with another plan. Like it just was, it became so overwhelming with kids and trying to do different Thanksgivings and running all over. And we thought, what would be more fun that would bring us all together? And we kind of started doing this and it's, it's stuck. I think probably the last five years we've done it this way and it's been really lovely. And I'm fortunate that my in-laws aren't, you know, they don't clutch on to tradition like we have to all be together on this one holiday you know they're they're really flexible and so that's been which just makes the holiday more tense and how beautiful that she that she's memorialized in that way for sure in such a beautiful way because then she's there I mean I know she's always with the family and I know she's always with Jay but there's something really sweet about that honor that's really cool that's wonderful it is sweet it's really lovely yeah okay now that we have bashed gratitude Let's talk about what we're grateful for. Because <laughs> I've already proven I'm a gratitude hypocrite. So, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Okay, you first. You oh, first. gosh. Okay, a few things that I'm really grateful for. I mean, I I think I am really – the more that I am with my children – I am so grateful for them. I'm just so grateful Mm -hmm. that I, and because for me also being a mother was never something that I felt like I absolutely had to do in order to have fulfillment in life. I always kind of thought like, I don't know, I guess if I get married and have kids then I'll get married and have kids. I mean, I just never thought I was just very career driven and, um, and very driven by other things that it more involved me (laughs) than, you know, (laughs) other people. And so So every time they're talking and I'm seeing them and I'm just understanding them experience life, I just become more and more grateful for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just really lovely. I'm really grateful for our home. I feel like, you know, I'm just so grateful that we were able to do this kitchen and make our, we're just working towards making this space exactly what we want to be. And we have some space. I feel like I have room to just stretch out my arms a little bit and I have space that I can go to when I rage at my family at dinner and need to get away. I mean, I have that, which I didn't have before. So I'm really grateful for that. And then I have to say, this is going to sound kind of cheesy, but Marjorie, I am beyond grateful for Best to the Nest. I mean, when I look at my career, which it's been now a 17-year career in television and radio, this the feedback that I've gotten on this project has been the most meaningful feedback of anything that I've ever done. And these conversations and sort of the vulnerability and the, um, you know, the connection that we're making with people. I was on a plane a couple weeks ago. I had a woman on the plane walk past me and she was like, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. I love Best of the Nest so much. It's like my favorite part of the week when it comes out. And that is a really incredible thing. And that's, and also, I mean, I think you and I have had a wonderful relationship and a friendship, but to get to talk to you regularly again is something that, I mean, it's a true highlight of 2019 for me. Well, I would, I would have to say for me as well, because it was unexpected. It was an unexpected thing to happen for us that we, we had been talking about it and talking about it. And then we just sort of decided, okay, now's the time. If we don't do it this year, it probably won't happen. And it has come with such an ease for us, I think, 
but but I I am always grateful for how kind people have been to us because we're goofy, Elizabeth. We are just goofy. We are and pe- people. Yeah, people are very kind. And I for anybody out there that is listening and has kids and feels overwhelmed, I just love the idea from some of the feedback that we've gotten that they feel less alone. Yeah, and they feel connected. And I just that when I read some of the notes that come to us, and and that is a little bit of the theme. I'm so grateful that one they share those thoughts with us because it makes me want to do more. Because I, you know, my kids are older, but I have to tell you, I remember those feelings too. I remember being so so tired. I remember having a night where I raged at my family, like you just talked about, and just going and being off by myself and feeling so guilty and so ashamed of myself. And so if us expressing those things and being vulnerable connects us to more people and in some weird way connects all those people together, I'm grateful for that. I totally agree. It's been really special. For me this year, I'm really grateful for Ian, who just my husband, who is beyond patient with my need for doing what I feel I need to do. Yeah. And that takes a very strong human being to be okay with, yep, okay, we'll be apart for a little bit, but I understand you've got some things you want to do. And he's very sweet about it. And he never makes me feel like he's glad we don't live together. <laughs> so he, he always, you know, he, he, he makes me aware that he misses me because I miss him too. And in so many ways, this is self-inflicted because there were some things in television I still wanted to do and he understood that. But I don't, I try never to take that for granted, that that is, is a great gift that he gives me because I am fiercely independent. And that's hard for some people to take. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful that he loves me for it, even though there are times when I think it pains him. But he's, he's very sweet to me that way and has made this year very doable with his support. And two, I mean, as, as I don't think we can escape, but I also don't think we should take for granted that we're grateful for our children. I like, I like my sons. That's and so good. I know. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. They're adults and I really like them. And they're so sweet to me. And they care for me in such surprising ways. And I look at them because I so much wanted to raise kind men and they're kind. And so that just, I am grateful for that. They have good souls and good hearts and I am grateful for that. And I love my son's cat. I have to mention him. Winston's the best, so I'm grateful for him. And that's my list. That's a really good list. Yeah. If it ends with yeah. a cat, that's really nice. <laughs> Which is surprising because I never thought I was a cat person. I think that's really, really positive. Yeah. Okay, and any more uh, on Thanksgiving on the menu? Do you have any things that are like must-have? What's happening with the menu? Do you stick menu. with that menu or do you just – and does Ian cook? Always. I've yeah. never made a Thanksgiving meal. I'm so surprised by this. I'm not in any way surprised by this. <laughs> okay, here's a good one though. I've never made a side dish. Oh. I, I may have made a pie somewhere in there, but I can't remember it. Menu's pretty much always the same. Turkey, uh, stuffing, pretty traditional. We go pretty traditional on on Thanksgiving. But this will be the first year that I will not be spending, no, that we will, we're all going to be separate. Except Ian and I will be together. And then my son Campbell will be in, in Arizona and my son Gar will be in Chicago. So we're going to have a FaceTime Thanksgiving. Oh. So we're all going to eat at the same time. And those two will be on FaceTime with us. Oh, that's So fun. it'll be a... 
a very modern Thanksgiving with a very traditional menu. Okay, super sweet. Super sweet. I love it. How about how about you guys? Uh, we do a lot of traditional. We're going to do a lot of traditional. We're hosting this year at our home in our new oh. kitchen, which is really exciting. So, And we go pretty solid traditional, although, and my dad makes kind of the basics. My dad makes killer right. mashed potatoes. Oh, he'll do love it. really great baked sweet potatoes. And I get a turkey from Golden Fig in St. Paul, which they, oh, nice. they get them from Ferndale Farms, which is just like a great mm. spot. And I've got it ordered and ready to go. I'm going to do a dry brine this year. Oh, oh. So that's exciting. And Will that um, make it crispy? I think that's about the crispy skin. Yes, I've been reading Bon Appetit oh, and Food and Wine, good. and they both have been like singing the praises of the dry brine. So yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. We do like some... We don't. We kind of have veered away from like the green bean casserole, and we do like really great garlicky green beans. Mm. And um, my mom oh, will make nice. some pies. She's a pro, and um, and we'll just enjoy the day together. And we do a super cash Thanksgiving. I know a lot of people do like a dress up kind of a thing at our mm-hmm. house. It's like straight stretchy pants and comfy clothes, <laughs> and bring your own slippers and take a nap whenever or wherever you want at any time. And um, and that's Aww. how I like to operate. So it should be Aww, a great I Thanksgiving. Love I love that. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it with a friend. If you have a moment, please give us a review at Apple Podcasts. From Emily, love unwinding to this podcast while I'm cooking dinner. I always pick up something to read, watch, try, make, and do. Oh, I love that, Emily, and I hope you don't rage at your family after you make that dinner like I did. Please reach out to us, too. You can find both of us on Instagram at Best to the Nest or at Eliz Reese and at It's Me Marjorie One. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. Happy Turkey Day! Happy Turkey Day. Hashtag grateful. <laughs> Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.